It's Tuesday, January 2nd, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and other important things going on in our community. Today, Sheriff Mark Daniels is Herald Review's Person of the Year, a testament to his relentless commitment to Cochise County. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Billy Breckenridge was a lawman, teamster, railroader, soldier, and author who ended up in Cochise County? Born in Wisconsin, he left at 16 to join the U.S. Army, eventually participating in the Sand Creek Massacre in Colorado under Colonel John Shivington. He then moved to Arizona, becoming a deputy sheriff in Maricopa County. After moving to Tombstone, he served as a deputy sheriff during the 1880s, aligning with the outlaw cowboys and participating in the famous gunfight at the O.K. Corral. Post-Tombstone, Breckenridge worked as a deputy U.S. marshal, surveyor, and railroad claims agent. His 1928 memoir, El Dorado, depicted the Old West, particularly Wyatt Earp, in a controversial light, sparking disputes over its accuracy. Despite criticism, the book was successful, inspiring Tombstone's annual El Dorado Days celebration. Breckenridge passed away in 1931 in Tucson, leaving behind a legacy intertwined with the lore of the American West. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. They're doing more than treating illnesses in Benson, they're building a healthier community. Benson Hospital is now collaborating with the Diaper Bank of Southern Arizona to provide diaper assistance to families in need. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our future story. A term that gained prominence this year is load car, referring to vehicles that pick up migrants post-U.S. border crossing and recklessly transport them northward. Disregarding human safety, these vehicles often become the center of high-speed chases and dangerous confrontations with law enforcement. Sheriff Mark Daniels, overseeing the law enforcement in Cochise County, has borne the brunt of these challenges. His deputies have faced perilous situations, sometimes involving high-speed pursuits exceeding 100 miles per hour and dangerous tactics like laying down spikes. In one harrowing incident, a deputy nearly lost his life while setting up such a trap. Away from the roads, the administrative side of law enforcement has been equally fraught with difficulties. The county grappled with the challenge of building a new jail amid legal hurdles. But what truly marked the year were the disgraceful actions of top county officials. In January, County Attorney Brian McIntyre was arrested for an extreme DUI. Later in November, a shocking development saw two-thirds of the County Board of Supervisors indicted for attempting to suppress Cochise County votes based on unfounded fraud claims and fear of technology. Amidst this backdrop of embarrassing behavior, Sheriff Daniels stood as a beacon of reliability. He faced additional challenges as Customs and Border Protection struggled with detaining and processing undocumented migrants, often leaving them stranded in the county. Responding to this chaos, Sheriff Daniels initiated Operation Safe Streets 2, collaborating with Arizona sheriffs and city police leaders. This operation focused on restoring order and has led to numerous arrests, though the situation remains complex and ongoing. Being the sheriff of Cochise County is not just a job, it's akin to being a local celebrity. 
In 2023, Daniels maintained his high-profile presence, engaging with media and participating in community events, all while balancing his professional responsibilities. Despite his demanding role, Sheriff Daniels has also been an active community member, previously coaching varsity wrestling at Buena High. His dedication and impact made him the Herald Review's Person of the Year, a testament to his relentless commitment to Cochise County. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, in case you missed it, here's Cochise County Sheriff Mark Daniels looking back at 2023. Hello everyone, Sheriff Mark Daniels here. As we conclude 2023, I want to talk a little bit about our achievements in 2023 and just kind of give you a quick summary of where we've been over last year and beyond. Twelve years ago, uh, you elected me as your Cochise County Sheriff and I had three objectives, organizational development, community outreach, and border security. I want to start off with organizational development. That's the backbone of who we are. The men and women is my first priority within the sheriff's office. They're the ones that go out every day, put their lives on the line to promote the Cochise County Sheriff's Office mission and the vision. And that starts with a culture. Our culture is built around the community standards and expectations that you all expect of the Cochise County Sheriff's Office. A couple things I want to talk about is the pride in ownership. The men and women that serve the Cochise County Sheriff's Department have great pride in the ownership of this office and the ownership of their communities that we call home to. We also have 100 volunteers that serve under the Sheriff's Assist Team or the Search and Rescue Team and some other capacities within the Cochise County Sheriff's Department. So a staff of 370-some that share that culture, I couldn't be prouder with this mission, this office. One of the components I want to talk under organizational development, one is our regional communication center called CECOM, Southeastern Arizona Communication Center. We have grown that center to bring all 911s into one facility, faster, more efficient, more effective ways to address your emergency in your time of need. I'm very impressed with CECOM, our dispatchers, our communicators over there, the leadership over there, and the partnership with our public safety, fire, police, and EMS throughout Cochise County. And one thing you're going to see in 2024 is statewide interoperability. If I have a deputy in Phoenix, Flagstaff, Kingman, they can talk directly back to Cochise County in their time of need. They have direct communications. That is remarkable. So again, we're on the cutting edge of that. We implemented in 2023 our mental health team, a doctor, three experts to work alongside her to address early intervention for mental health, but also to address mental health and public safety. We were fortunate working in partnership with the Legacy Foundation here in Cochise County to bring this into a reality. So on behalf of Dr. B and her team here at Cochise County Sheriff's Office and all our public safety partners in the community, that is a true asset for those in need. And thank you for that innovation work in that. One of the things we're very proud of here at the Cochise County Sheriff's Office, and this is the leadership within the Sheriff's Office, we have been able to secure over the last 12 years over $100 million. And these are mainly through private and state grants and awards. 
these funds have helped us develop and initiate programs that make you safer. To develop programs, to buy equipment, to provide resources, to put interdiction, to add more personnel are all ways that we're addressing the expectations and needs of Cochise County. And I'm proud to announce we have aerial support, both our drone program and also a new helicopter we called Hawkeye, which the community named. And so we're proud to have that up there in the fact that it helps in search and rescue, helps with our failed to yields, our pursuits, and any other aspect of law enforcement. And that was a $9 million grant set by the state of Arizona. Since I've been elected 12 years ago, one thing I've worked very hard on is the rule of law and doing what's morally, ethically, and legally right. And that's under the rule of law. That's my oath of office. And we can take that approach when it comes to how we enforce the law, how we educate the people, and how we prevent under the awareness component. When we can bring in over $100 million to offset cost, that is something that you, the taxpayer, does not have to worry about. So thank you to my team for working so hard on that. I'm very proud over last year we passed our jail district. We will be building a new jail here in Cochise County, which is a quality of life issue as we push forward in 2024, 2025, and even 2026 as we move this new jail into a reality. And the detention officer and staff that work within the jail, their safety is paramount to me, and having that new facility supports that. The other aspect I want to hit on is the many hours of standardization that we've put in, which includes trainings, graduations from our academy, our homegrown academy with partnerships with Cochise College, Service to Police Department. I'm so proud of that. And the many promotions and people that have progressed through the ranks to be leaders within this organization to help me lead this sheriff's office into the future. Community outreach is the second objective. One of the highlights the Cochise County Sheriff's Office Charity Ride with partners from American Southwest Credit Union and Lolly's Automotive Group. We just finished our 11th year with the charity ride. This year we gave out $50,000, $10,000 per charity. Schools, veterans groups, animal groups that make a positive difference, and we wanted to be part of that. We have worked hard to be a household name here in Cochise County when it comes to who is the Cochise County Sheriff's Office? It is your Cochise County Sheriff's Department. From events like Cars for Kids, the numerous parades, the Career Technical Education Program, which we're a big partner in that, and overall school safety. From providing radios to every school in Cochise County to make sure they have a direct link, Navigate 360, a new technological program that's going into every school to include Fort Huachuca that puts public safety right next to our educational facilities to protect the kiddos here in this county. Thanks to Jackie Clay, our school superintendent that we work so close with. I want to move into border security. Border security has been a huge issue. That was my third objective 12 years ago. Sadly, over the last several years, we've taken a slippery slope approach toward border security. Not us, but the federal government when it comes to, I call it intellectual avoidance and abandonment with intended consequences. The intended consequences that we're seeing here in Cochise County has not been a quality of life promoter, as we all know. We've stood up, the mayors here in the county, the police chiefs, the troopers, and our local board of agents that call this home too, have worked close together to unite for the good of this county. We've had several programs, Safe Streets, Safe Streets 2 was just implemented to address those that come here to commit international crime, those that promote international smuggling, these criminal cartels, 
we have made them a top priority here in Cochise County that has endangered the citizens and placed vulnerability in every community here in Cochise County. So under public safety, national security, humanitarian, the Cochise County Sheriff's Office has led the way to address these issues. And under our Safe Streets program, I couldn't be more prouder to what we're doing here. I truly believe what we're doing in this county is untouchable compared to others. We have a new border operations center to address border issues from, again, the three objectives, but public safety, national security, humanitarian. That's a state-of-the-art facility. It's going to be opened up in January of 2024. Our new border center, by the way, we're going to be announcing that, the Oleski Center, named after our deputy was went through a harrowing event to include his brother, Josh Oleski, who works for the U.S. Border Patrol. Both these individuals served in the, the military honorably, and now are serving our communities here in Cochise County. As I close out this message, I just want to say thank you to all of you out there for your support, for those who wear a badge. We came through a trying time here last several years, all the scrutiny on law enforcement, but what didn't waver was your support for us or our support for you, because that's a shared, respected relationship that we share that most agencies and most communities can't brag on. I'm bragging on it right now. Every three years, I do a survey within my office, absent COVID, and a blind survey with the team members, the staff, to say, how am I doing? I just got the survey back several months ago, and the first question that we ask is, do you like working at the Cochise County Sheriff's Office? 99.5% said, I like working here. Only half a percent said no. I can say I'm very proud to see that. And thank you to the men and women for allowing me to lead them, and thank you for this community for allowing me to be your sheriff. Happy New Year's, everyone. Let's make 2024 a great year, an innovative year, and another safe year here in Cochise County. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, the holidays are about to get ugly. Join us for our ugly sweater party taking place December 15th from 2 to 4 p.m. Amid the beauty of the season, we want to see your most garish garments. The best of the worst holiday sweaters will win prizes and will have snacks and refreshments along with all sorts of holiday fun. For more, visit prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Again, that's prestigecare.com slash Sierra Vista. Next, an event that you should know about. Start your new year off with a legendary crime. On November 24, 1971, D.B. Cooper hijacked Northwest Orient Airlines Flight 305. After receiving a $200,000 ransom and refueling the plane in Seattle, the hijacker opened the rear airplane door and parachuted out into the night, never to be heard from again. It remains the only unsolved case of air piracy in the history of commercial aviation. Today at 1 p.m., head over to the Sierra Vista Public Library for a lecture from Tom Kay, one of the foremost experts on D.B. Cooper, the hijacking, and what may have become of him. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Patrick Brewer. Patrick was born in Detroit in 1943, the youngest of three children. His family moved to Flint, Michigan, where he spent most of his life and grew up. He married, had three children, and divorced. He then found his true love in Janice. They married in 1983 and spent 37 happy years together. He is survived by three children, his sister Carol, several grandchildren, great-grandchildren, nieces, nephews, and lifelong friends, including his church family at Sierra Springs Church. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Patrick's life.
Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.